Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. All of us face some difficulties, hardships, obstacles, challenges, disappointment, and things did not go the way we wanted, and we start to get upset, or get sour and bitter. Therefore, we need to be reminded by the Word of God how to stand firm and dig our heel and say that nothing, nothing, no one, nothing can steal the joy from us. And we stay joyful all the days of our life. Actually, if you are the born-again Christian, joy already is in you. But a lot of you, the well of joy or the well of salvation here have been plucked up by bitterness, by sadness, by disappointment, by pressure and bad experiences. So the joy gets quenched inside you. But you have that joy. The kingdom of God is not of drinking or eating, but if righteousness, joy, and peace of the Holy Spirit. So if you have the Holy Spirit in you, you have the joy in you. This morning, we learn that we should not let anybody steal our joy. We should wake up every morning and say, today, this day, is a day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. You start your day by getting the right tone of that day. You don't get up in the morning and say, oh, what a terrible day. Oh, you set up the tone of that day to be a terrible day. But when you wake up in the morning, you say, today, this day, now, is a day that the Lord has made. It's a new beginning. The past is the past. We don't live in the past anymore. And I will rejoice. When you wake up, you smile. You're happy. You laugh. You look at the mirror, even though you don't have the false eyelash yet. But you still look at the mirror and say, I rejoice. I'm happy. All the men didn't understand this. (laughs) You rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Amen. Also, we learned this morning that we should take off the old coat of depression, the old coat of discouragement, and put on the garment of praise. Because when you praise God, what happens? Your faith rises up. The joy rises up. And when you have faith, you have joy. The Lord gives you strength so that you can endure all the negative things, all the attack of the enemy. Therefore, don't live by circumstances. You live by faith. You believe God is on your side. He is for you and He's not against you. And you can work all things for good to those who love Him. Anytime bad things happen, don't panic. Don't get upset. You remember Romans chapter 8, verse 28? All things work for good to those who love Him. And you can say, ha, ha, ha. Ho, ho, ho. I don't worry about this. 
God will take care of this. I don't need to figure things out. God knows what He's doing. I can just trust God. Amen. The Bible says in John chapter 16, verse 22, Therefore, you now have sorrow. Jesus was talking about He was leaving, being crucified soon, and He's going to go to heaven. But I will see you again. How many people are happy that you're going to see Jesus again? How many people are glad that you're going to be in heaven for eternity? I'm so glad. I'm going to see Jesus again. And you will come back the second time. And your heart will rejoice. One thing that will help you to rejoice is to know this. Your name is recorded in the book of life of the Lamb. No matter what happened, you still win. No matter what people do to you, you still win because you're going to be in heaven. You have the mansion in heaven. And you're going to live for eternity. Therefore, why we have to cry? I don't fear death anymore. I don't fear death. Because if I die, I will be in heaven. Actually, better place than here. I don't have to handle all the members who can give a hard time to me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> heaven will be the best place to stay. Your heart will rejoice and your joy no one will take from you. Jesus said, you have joy inside you. The Holy Spirit is inside you. He is a living water. The Bible calls your heart, your life as a well of salvation. The joy is inside. But the problem is, you allow somebody to steal your joy. You allow something to take the joy out of you. Out of your free will. You can say, no, no, no. You cannot take my joy away. This circumstance, what come against me? The devil, bad people who try to come against you. Some people who persecute you. No way, Jose, you cannot take the joy from me. That's mine. If you steal from me, I take it back. Everyone, make your hand this way. I take it back. <laughs> it's my joy, not your joy. I make a decision that I will not allow anything, anybody to steal or to take away my joy. And we have the right, we have the authority because we are the children of God. Do you know that Jesus gives you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions? You have the authority to say, no, get out of here. I resist the devil. I resist depression and sadness and negativity. I'm going to keep my joy because I know if I have joy, I will have strength and I can endure all the hard things and I will be healthy and strong and I will not be weak. I will not be defeated. Many people today are physically sick or emotionally sick because they have lost their joy. So many people in the world allow the circumstances in their life to take the joy away from them. They live stressed out. They live with poverty mentality, self-pity mentality, poor me mentality. They're sad all the time. They have headache and neck pain and they could not sleep. They could not eat. They have problems because they allow depression 
to take over. And when the depression come, the depression will decrease the immune system in our body. This is a medical scientific truth. Depression causes your immune system to go down and you can get sick easily. Therefore, you will not allow anybody to steal your joy and you will not allow depression to come in because if you allow that, you're going to live sad, depressed and you're going to miss out on a lot of good things in life. You have only one life to live. Life on earth is too short to live sad and depressed. Is that right? Let me ask you today, have you allowed anybody or anything to steal your joy? Have you? Oh, I see. Don't allow anything to steal your joy. I have seen so many parents who become so sad and depressed because their children walk away from God and they're so sad. I want to tell you, you do your best to be a good example to your children. You pray for them. You set good example to them. You keep claiming in your mouth, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You keep claiming. You keep saying that. As for me, everyone say, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. But you cannot force your children. When they grow up, they have their own choices. And if they choose not to follow God, please don't blame yourself. Please don't get upset or get depressed. You just keep your joy inside you so that you live long enough to see your grandchildren and you will be healthy and keep praying for them until they come back to God. Let your joy stay inside you. No one can take that joy from you. Amen? We cannot force anybody. Amen. In Psalm chapter 55, verse 22, the Bible says, Cast your burdens on the Lord, and He shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. One of the reasons that we start to become depressed, sad, sour, negative, is that we carry a lot of heavy burdens on our shoulder. We try to figure everything out ourselves try to help ourselves. And we keep carrying all the problems on our shoulder. And the Lord say, if you keep doing that, you're going to be down, depressed, and sad, and you're going to lose your joy. So what is the key? When you face problem, when you see some obstacle in your life, what you need to do is, God, it's yours now. I cast my burden on you now. You're the big God. You can handle this. I cannot handle. This is how I live. Sometimes I remember on certain Monday or Wednesday, Monday and Wednesday were my surgery day. And I know the next day, the surgery that I was going to perform was very difficult, very challenging, very difficult. It's a high chance that I cut the nerve or I can make a patient paralyzed. So before I go to bed, I start to have some kind of bad feeling. Oh, tomorrow. Oh, maybe I should quit this job. It's too stressful. But suddenly, God, I cast this care on you. I cast this burden on you. Tomorrow, the Holy Spirit will lead me 
every single step and single second to perform the surgery. So when I open the back of my patient, Holy Spirit start to guide me step by step. At the end, I close the wound. <sighs> It was successful, and the pain of my patient was gone. Why? I leave the situation to God and let God help me. I don't try to be a hero. I let God help me. I don't try to figure everything out. I cast my burden on Him, so I can keep the joy in my heart. And when I have the joy, I have the strength and the wisdom. And when I have the joy, you know the Bible say, "With joy, you open the well of salvation." Do you know that the name of Abraham's son, his name was Isaac. Do you know Isaac mean? Isaac mean laughter. And at one point, the enemy of Abraham put all the rock into the well that he dug beforehand. So when Isaac came out, the well was closed down. What did Isaac do in the Bible? He pulled the rock out, and the water came back to that well again. So that's why the Bible says, "With joy, you can stir up the living water inside your well, and the living water will rise up. In that living water, there is grace, there is favor, there is power, there is healing, there is victory, there is wisdom, there is open door, there is good break." There is all good things from the Holy Spirit. You need to laugh, ha ha ha. You need to open the well of your salvation. Amen. So cast your burden upon the Lord. I like what Habakkuk say. This scripture is so powerful. Habakkuk he described that around him the world is gone, bad, very bad situation around him. Let me read to you Habakkuk chapter three, verses seventeen and eighteen. Though the fig tree may not blossom, no fruit be on the vines. Wow, bad! Though the labor of the olive may fail, and the fields yield no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls. If he speak the American English today from Seattle, he would say like this. Even though the world is falling apart, I lost money in my bank account. I lost money in the stock market. The customer gonna buy the house for me. Move to another real estate agent. Somebody steal dogs and <laughs> car was from me. That guy steal my girlfriend from me. One guy tried to steal Pasadena one time. <laughs> I never forget. I still remember his face. <laughs> oh, everything is going downhill. Bad. Look like this year I'm not going to make any money. That's what he say. But look at next verse, verse 18. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Even though everything looks so bad, nothing is worse than this. He say, "Ha ha ha, ho ho ho, ha 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 ha, 
I still rejoice. Habakkuk had the warrior mentality. He fight the good fight of faith. He will not allow any trouble or mistake or anything that come against him steal the joy from him. He choose to trust God. He choose to praise God, to rejoice in the Lord. He did what King David did. King David did what? I blessed the Lord at all times, and His praise shall be continually in my mouth. No matter what, what happened to you, you still bless the Lord. Lord, I loved you. I trust in you. I made the choice to trust you, to praise you. I choose to keep the joy in me. Devil, you cannot steal the joy from me. Even though you try to attack me, steal everything from me, I still rejoice in the Lord of my salvation. I'm going to keep focusing my eyes on God, not on the problem, not on what I lost, not on the devil, not on the mountain or the valley. I'm going to keep rejoicing and I'm going to rejoice in the Lord of my salvation. He claimed the Lord will save him. The Lord will deliver him from all these troubles. He praised God. He really focused on the size of God. He did not focus on the size of the problem. His God is bigger than the problem. He believed God and that's why he rejoiced in the Lord his God. He did not have the victim mentality. Oh, poor me. Even though the Lord loved me, but look at my life. Terrible. I'm sick. I'm poor. Look at the problem right now. Oh, I'm dead. I will not go anywhere in my life. He did not have the victim mentality. He has the victor mentality. Huh. Everyone make like this. Huh. Mm. I'm a warrior. <laughs> you are the warrior. Amen. You give praise to God when you have the warrior mentality and the Lord will show up and perform miracles for you. He will restore what the devil steal from you. He will pay you back what the devil take from you because your God is bigger than the enemy. And you praise God. You allow Him to do something for you. Habakkuk saw himself as victor, as overcomer, as more than conquerors. He did not see himself as a loser, as a defeated fool. He see himself as the victor. Look at verse 19, Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 19. The Lord God, wow, he said, I rejoice in the Lord, the God of my salvation. And then he said, the Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like deer's feet, very strong feet, the deer run very fast. And he will make me walk on my high hills, not heels, hills. He's, at that time, they don't have high heels like you. Hills, not heels. His legs are so strong. He said that I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to be sorry. I'm not going to be sad. I'm not going to be defeated because God going to give me strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. He's going to give me supernatural ability, supernatural wisdom, strength and favor. And 
I can overcome all these enemies. I'm gonna fly high. I'm gonna rise above the problem. I'm gonna be so strong that I can walk up on the hill. My feet are so strong. God gonna raise me up. I believe He quote the book of Psalm chapter 18 verse 29. Psalm 18:29 say, "For by you I can run against a troop, and by my God I can leap over a wall." When you rejoice in the Lord your God, when you walk by faith, you have the good attitude. You praise God. You give glory to God. What happened? God gives you so much strength in your life. And when you see the enemies around you, when you see the troop in front of you, you can pass to them. But if they're so strong, you cannot pass. Next step, He will let you float up and go over the head and go to the other side. And you're going to have victory because God gives you supernatural strength when you rejoice in the Lord of your salvation. Let us say like that. I rejoice in the Lord of my salvation. Can God save you? Can God give you strength to go through the truth? Can God make you fly high over the wall? You think God can perform miracle? Yes. yes. He can make a way when it seems there is no way. He can give you supernatural ability to overcome all the problems in your life. Proverbs chapter 21, verse 31 in New King James Version. The horse is prepared for the day of battle, but deliverance is of the Lord. Our God of salvation gives us deliverance. In NLT, the horses are prepared for battle, but the victory belongs to the Lord. Don't let the enemy steal your joy. You have God who is your commander and He gives you victory. No matter what circumstances are, no matter how impossible they look in your eyes that you're going to be defeated, you believe my God will give me victory. I'm going to bless the Lord at all times. I will thank God in my heart. I will praise the Lord. I rejoice in the Lord my God. He will give me strength. He will give me victory. The victory come from Him. I will not be defeated. I will be overcomer in my life. Amen? No matter what situation, victory is yours. Because you belong to God. Amen? Amen? You need to be more determined to overcome than the devil. The devil try to fight against you, try to destroy you. He try, but you determine. I'm not going to be defeated. I'm going to stand in faith. I'm a warrior. I'm going to rejoice. Because when I have joy, I have strength. And that joy gives me strength to endure, to fight. And eventually, the devil say, wow, I'm tired of this guy. I cannot make him defeated. He's so strong. I don't want to attack Pastor Lao anymore. I think I should go to... Other church? Okay, not this church. <laughs> 
You are so full of joy. You are so enduring. You can keep going to the point that the devil give up. You must let the devil give up because you are more determined. You can outlast the devil. The devil will say, "Forget about New Hope International Church. We're gonna go to other places now because they're so strong. I cannot destroy them. They're so full of strength. They're so full of faith." Amen. Many of us have been praying for something. We may be praying for the promises of God in the Bible to come true. Maybe God give you the promise for your life something. You keep praying and asking, but after a while, after a few hours, you pray for a girlfriend, <laughs> or some of you pray for a boyfriend to show up. After a few days, you want to give up. You say, "Oh God." I don't think you answer my prayer anymore. You are tempted to get mad at God, to be negative, to be sour, to be discouraged, to be depressed, because you haven't seen the answer from God yet. Then you begin to lose your joy, and you get weaker and weaker. My dear brothers and sisters, don't lose your joy. Keep going, because the joy of the Lord gives you strength. To endure, to be patient. Don't be negative. Don't be bitter. Just keep going, so the enemy cannot make you give up. You keep praying, keep praying. When I think about this truth, I think about a man named Abraham. When Abraham was seventy-five years old, God promised him that he and his wife Sarah would have a son. Wow, seventy-five. There is a Thai slang. The Thai slang say this way: When you get older, you cannot kick a box because you're so weak. So it means that you cannot have a baby anymore. It's a slang in Thai. You're too old. At that time, Abraham was old, Sarah was old, but God promised him that he's gonna have a son. I believe he keep praying. He keep expecting. Years after years, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Twenty years have gone by, still nothing. No pregnancy, and he was getting older and older. What did Abraham do? Look at Romans chapter four, verses nineteen to twenty. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body. He did not walk by sight. He walked by faith. Already dead, since he was about a hundred years old. And the deadness of Sarah's womb, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. What the Bible tried to say here: Abraham, stay in faith. Abraham, keep praising God, keep thanking God for the promise of God. One year gone by. Two years had gone by. Three years has gone by. He still believe. He still glorify God. He still bless the Lord at all times. He still wear the garment of praise. He doesn't want to wear the garment of doubt or the garment of depression. He keep on the praise. He keep on faith. He keep going. He keep glorifying God. And when he keep praising God, glorifying God, thanking God, his faith continue to go on. 
to go on, and he's stronger and stronger. Until 25 years later, when he was 100 years old, the baby came out, named Isaac. Wow, this is the secret. Follow Abraham's example. You pray for years and years. Don't get sad. Don't be mad. Don't complain. Don't speak negative. Keep believing. Keep praising God. Keep thanking God. Don't look at what you don't have. Don't look at the problem. Keep looking at God. Your God is a God of victory. The God of miracle. Nothing is impossible with God. Be thankful to God. Keep thanking God that He loved you. He died for you. You have your name in the heaven. You're going to go to heaven. You keep thanking God for the future victory, for the answer to come. You do like Abraham. Keep glorifying God and praising God. And eventually, the victory will come to you. And you can outlast the enemy. And eventually, if you keep thanking God, you keep rejoicing in the Lord, your salvation. You keep praising God. You keep your faith. You keep going and never give up. And the joy of the Lord gives you strength. What happened? God will show up. And when God show up, something good will happen. How many people want God to show up? I want God to show up in my life. Look at one story in the Bible. Paul and Silas. Paul and Silas preached the gospel in the synagogues. And one day they were arrested. They were beaten with rods. And they were thrown into jail. The jail at that generation was not a fun place to be in. They were in jail. They could have complained. Oh God, why you did this to me? Oh, I preached the gospel for you. I loved you so much. But look at this. You're sitting in a dark place with chains on our feet. God, you're not just. You're mean to us. Did they do that? Did they complain? Did they have bitter attitude? Did they become angry toward God? No. At midnight, they began to pray and sing praises to the Lord. Wow. Praises the Lord. When they praise God, God show up. God sent an earthquake. Mm. The prison door flew open. The chains fell off from their feet. And they walked out of jail as a free man. And they preached the gospel to the jailer. And the whole household of the jailer got saved. What is the secret here? Did they become bitter? Did they get mad? Complain? What did they do? They blessed the Lord at all times. They put on the garment of praise. They rejoiced in the Lord, the God of their salvation. And the Lord showed up and gave them victory. This teaching gives you the key of how to live a victorious life. Don't let anybody steal your joy. You make the decision every single day, every single minute. I will not lose my joy. I will always rejoice in the Lord my God. I will always praise my God and thank my God. I will get rid of the old bad attitude, all the complaint, all the garment of discouragement. 
I will put on the garment of praise on my body. I make a decision every single day that when I wake up, today is a day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Should we rejoice every day? Should we? You want to see miracles? You want to see breakthroughs? You see, you want to see God move His hand for you? Open the right door for you? You want to see God make the crooked path to be straight up? The Bible says in the book of Isaiah 45 verse 2, I will go before you. God said, I will go before you. You want God to show up and go before you? Oh, what do you do? Praise God. Thank God. Rejoice in the Lord your God and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron. When you have the right attitude, what happened to Paul and Silas going to happen to you? God going to destroy the iron bar in your life. Whatever holds you back going to be broken off. You see that mm, look impossible, but God will make what impossible to be possible for you. The Lord going to make crooked path straight and smooth for you. He's going to destroy the gates of bronze for you because He show up in your life. But the key, you need to do your part. That is to rejoice in the Lord your God all the days of your life. You always thank God. You always shake yourself of the negative mindset. The Doubt the negative thinking. You say, no, I'm not going to welcome these negative thoughts anymore. I'm going to put on the garment of praise. I'm going to learn to bless the Lord at all times. Good time or bad time? Praise God. Good time or bad time? Thank God. Good time or bad times? God, you're so good. God, you give me victory. God, you can take what the devil meant evil for me and turn it for good to me. Lord, you're the God of victory. God, I am more than conquerors. You caused me to triumph. You will answer my prayer. You are the gracious God. You always speak positive and declare, I'm healed, I'm blessed, I'm strong, I'm victorious, I'm highly favored. You keep speaking and believing. Get up every morning, praise God. No complaint. Today is going to be a good day. This is the day that you will give me victory. Staying full of joy. All the days of your life. Can I see joy on your face? Can I hear joy from your vocal cord? <laughs> oh, I believe everyone on earth should hear this message. How many people get depressed sometimes when you face some difficulties? I remember one time, I got, after one year in America, the next year, contract at University of Washington was sent to me. I was there the second year. The contract said, you can continue to work in the Department of Neurosurgery here as a resident. And below, this is your salary, zero. And the chairman signed the paper. You can stay here, but no salary. You work for free. We, we keep you, but no salary. I came back home. 
I was a little bit depressed. <laughs> not a little bit. I was not happy. I came back home and showed paper to my wife, Pasada. Pasada looked at it and smiled. You think God will take care of you? You think God answered your prayer all these years? You think God will meet all of our needs? You believe God can help us? Yeah, I wake up. Yeah, God going to take care of us. We will not be poor. God will take care. Then I sign the paper and say, okay, I stay. And I start to have faith. I praise God. I go to church. I start to thank God for the provision. I did not get mad at God, did not get mad at anybody. I just praise God and thank God because my wife encouraged me. I'm, I'm glad I married a godly woman. She loved God. She has faith. She's a woman of faith. Encourage her husband to continue in faith. When I signed the paper, sent back to my boss. I know and I know God going to perform a miracle for me. What happened? I never forgot that day. I was standing in front of the operating room at Veteran Hospital in Seattle, washing my hand to get ready for surgery. I was a chief resident there. Suddenly, a junior resident, the student under me, came to me and said, uh, Dr. Mum, my nickname is Mum. Dr. Mum, I have something to tell you. This is six days before the new contract start. Never forgot that day. And he said to me, I have the good news to tell you. The chief resident who is coming back from Japan, he went there for research, back off and resigned from the job because he quarreled with our boss on the phone between Japan and Seattle. They quarreled each other. And he thought that the boss going to try to please him because he is the next chief resident because the boss will not have anyone to replace him. But he did not know my boss has me <laughs> under the table. He did not know that Dr. Mum is, was there. So he said, I quit. Be he thought that the boss going to say, okay, come back, come back. I will yield to your proposal. When he said quit, bye-bye. <laughs> my boss said bye-bye. And my boss turned to me, you get that position. <laughs> and not that you got that position of being the chief president above all the American doctors. I got the salary. And not only that, I got the contract to finish my training to become American Board of Neurosurgeon. Wow, not only salary, everything. Become the boss, get salary, and also get the contract for the next seven years to finish my training. You see, joy, praise, faith give you a breakthrough. God show up and give me victory because my lovely, godly wife encouraged me to believe in God, not to give up, not to complain, but continue to stay in faith. You want to see that kind of breakthrough for your life? You want to see that God will answer your prayer like that? Hmm. Maybe God sent some nice lady to you. Pastor Dar say amen. <laughs> Maybe God sent some good man to you. Mm, who knows? Just praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> you learned something tonight? Keep praising the Lord. 
keep glorifying God, being thankful to the Lord, bless the Lord at all times, and you're gonna see the breakthrough and the miracle in your life. Keep rejoicing, rejoice in the Lord of salvation. He is your salvation. He's gonna deliver you. He's gonna bring you out from the problems and give you victory. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that we learn very important lesson in the Bible to rejoice always, to have the continual joy. Thank you, Lord. You put the Holy Spirit inside our spirit here. And we are the well of salvation. Lord, we want to stir up the living water on the inside of us to bubble up, to see more grace, more miracle, more wisdom and more power. And we can stir and we can help, Lord, ourselves by allowing the living water to come up over our life with joy. Lord, we will not lose our joy. We will not allow anybody or the devil to steal our joy, Lord. We believe, Father, as we walk by faith, continue to rejoice in the Lord our God and also bless you at all times. We will put on the garment of praise. We believe and declare we're going to see your mighty hand move in our life. We're going to see the breakthrough, the victory, the miracles, the healing, the provision, the open doors, the good breaks. Oh Lord, we believe with all our heart, Lord, that you keep your promises, Lord. We're going to be like Abraham in this generation. We're going to keep glorifying you. We're going to be like Paul and Silas in this generation. Even in the central part of the jail, even in the dark dungeon, we will praise you. We will thank you, Lord. And we're going to see the mighty hand of God move in our life, Lord. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.
Thank you.